because I really feel like millennials, we got screwed over with telling us to go to college. And then by the time we got in college, do all this stuff, they don't even have jobs for you. College is just exorbitant in terms of the cost to go there. It's just so much that we end up paying for our parents, paying for our own college. And when I say parents, I mean, as your parents get older, because a lot of them might not have help and things, even like retirement stuff. So you end up helping out your parents. Then you're trying to help out yourself, get out of debt. And then you're trying to save for your own kids to go to college. So it's just like, we really got screwed over it. And I can even see it in our generation of the older millennials that people in like our age, they don't even want to have like more than one kid just because they see the pressure and the cost of all the stuff. It's just mm-hmm. crazy when you think about all that stuff, how it changes. Yeah. I was going to say something and maybe anonymous, anonymous. <laughs> can't add into it. I want to say something though. I think you guys level was so risk taking. That's why I enjoy so much with them is like, you guys just go get it. Mm-hmm. The fear is not even your vocabulary. That part of y'all was that just a generation that you say, like, oh, let's make sure we get this? Just even with you, Joy, with our Airbnb, with things that you're doing currently, like, add a little bit more value, like, on what that part that I may not have seen now, because you guys facing fear and looking at it and staring in the eye, like, what's up? Come get me. What's up, guys? It's your boy, Coach B. Hey, hey, it's Cammy. Welcome back to the Millennial Couple Podcast. So we got a special treat for you today. We have a couple of friends with us. You know, we consider them family, actually, you know? They're part of the team. It's our squad. Introduce yourselves. I'm Anonymous under protest. So we got Miss Anonymous here. She didn't want to really be on the show to express her feelings. I don't know what kind of feeling she might have. I don't know if she's going to lose her job after she say something. So, you know, we just going to keep it anonymous. Her name is anonymous today. We're going to pixelate her face, you know, if we get her on the gram. But who's next? What's up, guys? I'm Jordan. Nice to meet y'all. And you guys know Jordan. He's the infamous one that I've been hearing about because he's been on a previous podcast. So we're going to get to that topic <laughs> later. Having a hard time deciding on what to get your man this holiday season? No worries. Mattoon Soap Company has you covered. The all-natural, organic, and vegan skincare line has skincare grooming products that will keep your man on point. Check out Mattoon Soap Company's amazing skincare product line at MattoonSoapCompany.com. Happy holidays to your family from our family, Mattoon Soap Company. So what are we here to discuss today, Coach B? First and foremost, I remember last time we was talking and you was talking about, you know, what happened. You kept hearing the rumors that me and Jordan was talking about. I think we need to start right there in that conversation. Let's just go ahead and let it all we out. We're going to start there? You know I thought we was going to warm up with saying. some other stuff. Well, we can. So what you feel like talking about? That? Cause my yeah, first let's warm thing- it up. You know, I don't want to scare nobody up in here today. <laughs> Because I'm coming to bring people to court. We're going on trial because I need to know what happened. We're going to save that for later. So y'all hanging. So right now, I just wanted to talk about and celebrate. Y'all know we have, it's not this year, but in 2022, me and Coach B will be celebrating our 15th wedding anniversary. Hey, hey. 
these real claps, y'all. We didn't even have to add them claps in. What? That's okay. right. So that's the exciting thing. I just wanted to talk about it because, of course, it's a special thing. So we're planning on having a wedding uh, or a vow renewal. So we've been discussing little things here and there. We got over a year to plan for it. But I came to Antonio like a month ago and I approached him and I said, huh, I was just thinking about should I have anybody walk me down? So y'all know my backstory if y'all have been listening to the podcast. So my backstory is, you know, my father and mother, they divorced when I was still in utero. So my mother's still pregnant with me. So when they divorced my father, he didn't come through. He didn't come around. I didn't really see him. I saw him maybe a couple of times in my childhood, a couple of gifts or birthday presents here and there. And then when I was around age 23, we reunited and me and Antonio got married maybe a year or two after me and my father reunited. So when it came to walking me down the aisle, my grandfather walked me down the aisle and my grandfather, of course, he's been there for me my whole life. So that was a treasure. And it really wasn't a second thought to think, you know, my father would walk me because I really just got reunited with him. So the interesting thing is that I came to Antonio or Coach B and told him like, oh, I think for the 15th vow renewal, I have my dad walk me down the aisle. And I already said that like me saying dad is just even odd to me. I For the past I know, like you, 10, you are saying dad. 10 like, to 15 okay. years, I'm I've been like, saying okay. like father or his first name. I'm going to keep his first name anonymous. I'm going to go. Like a, a, a guess. So I don't know. To, and the reception that I got from Antonio, it seemed like it was like, huh? Or like shock or why you want to do that? So what do you think, Antonio? And don't try to act like you weren't saying that. So what were your thoughts when I initially said that? Well, I'm just going to be realistic, Jay. That's all. I'm going to keep it real. So I think when she told me that, my question was like, because my dad not being around, but my dad still made the wedding. So when we did first get married, my dad did come to the wedding. But at the same time, I knew we got blessed by her grandfather. So I'm thinking like, yo, we about to do a new revival, a new vow renewal. But I was just doing that. I kind of was like, yo, I don't know if he's going to be a good person for me to be doing my. But again, I was thinking that. So that was my part. I was thinking like, you know what? Maybe that's not a good idea. When you said that, because guess what? He already been through one mess up thing. I don't want him to be put that on my marriage. So that was my thing. I'm like, in life, you're supposed to have renewals and forgiveness and just moving forward. And then you brought it to my attention that, oh, what if your mother felt the way about it? And then I started second guessing myself like, oh, but then I had to come to the conclusion, which I already came to years ago. Like, that's not on me. I'm not carrying anybody's baggage from whatever happened in their relationship And I just choose to move forward. I've forgiven and I'm moving forward. And I think it would be like a good gesture to have him walk me down the aisle. And like I was saying previously, I don't think it really puts anything on my marriage because our marriage is going to be our marriage. I was already given away by my grandfather. I'm yours. You are mine. It's nothing that anybody that walks me down can do it. But I know you suggested having both my parents walk me down. And I thought that was crazy. Like, I'm like, nah, I don't know. That might be an issue. I think you still should open it up to where both parents be more mature. Because like you said, if we're going to do that, then everybody should be still mature. So I think overall, if I'm thinking about it now, it's like kind of you trying to make sure you protect one person and not the, you know what I'm saying? It's like, oh, I'm still taking care of somebody at the feelings. So if you said it that way, then I feel personally like, yo, they can walk down the stage together. They don't have to be married because they both are giving their grown child, grandkids away 
And this is the right way it should happen. That's another thing that I thought about, like, in terms of generation. Like, that's a blessing to have your grandkids see both of their grandparents and see it in a, it don't even have to be loving, but just a positive way. Isn't that right, Anonymous? What you think? Don't play with me. <laughs> you on the show for a reason, Miss Anonymous. Miss Anonymous has something to say and doesn't want to speak. I don't understand. So, Joy, what's your take on it? Well, you know me. I'm a single young brother out here, so I've never <laughs> had the experience of marriage. <laughs> I don't even have a thought of it, honestly. Um, but if we got to talk about it, I mean... See, I've grown up in a household where my parents were together my entire life. So I had that whole environment where I didn't ever saw like a divorce. You know, there was conflict and stuff, but it wasn't anything like major kind of thing. It was like, you know, the hostile family kind of thing. It was straight. Mm-hmm. So I think it's just a personal choice. Like I can't speak on it too much because it's not my experience. I don't want to say something about divorce or how people's emotions are around it because I really don't know. You know, I don't know what it's like to be abandoned by my father or not have my mother there all the time or not, you know, feeling weird calling my dad dad because, you know, I've been doing that since I was a little kid. So wow. it's just different for me. You know, I have had that, you know, I've had those memories. They're always there for my birthday. You know, I literally just saw them like two hours ago. So, you know, you're both at the house mm. chilling. You know, that's so a blessing. It's different for me. I don't have mm-hmm. that same experience. I sympathize with people with parents with divorce. I think it causes a lot of issues that we don't talk about as a society, that kind of thing, especially long term issues and relationship things. But for me personally, I can't speak much on it because, again, it's not really my place, not my experience. You know? Wow. So just you saying that, Jordan, I just think that speaks volumes. Like your norm is to have both of your parents. Like you don't know what that feels like. Yeah. So in my head, when I see people like you, I'm just like, wow. And although I feel like I had an amazing child. Yeah, yeah. I don't feel like I was really missing something. It didn't occur to me until I was in like my mid twenties and going through marriage and mm-hmm. not realizing like roles, you know, and not that you have to follow gender roles, but just roles of how you interact as a couple, like mm-hmm. how I never saw that. Mm-hmm. But I look at people like you and even through my childhood, like, wow, I wonder how that is. And do you feel like you're blessed or different or like, can you see that? I don't want to say what you experience is an anomaly, but no, it I is mean, like sort of like amazing and like. Yeah, yeah, no, I definitely think it's a blessing for sure. Like, I count my blessings all the time because I grew up in a very like privileged background. So, pretty much everybody I knew still had like two parent households, all that kind of stuff. So, divorce, you know, it happened here and there, but it wasn't like that big of a deal, like theme in my like life, mm-hmm. even in my friends' lives. So, when I got to college, is when I realized like the difference of people like who came from like, you know, lower incomes or had like a one parent household, didn't have their fathers. Like, a lot of the friends I had in college, like, didn't grow up with their dads or any of that kind of uh, stuff. And that's how I kind of learned about like the psychological difference mm-hmm. and like how it like really changes you and how you move and stuff. But no, honestly, like, it's a complete blessing. Like, I feel disheartened when I hear kids say, like, oh, I've never had my dad show up to a game or show up to my practice Mm -hmm. or I don't have my parents pick me up after school kind of thing. Like, I literally had my mom drop me off every day until I was taking the bus or driving. My dad never missed a game. He drove me to all my practices. Like, you know, I woke up at four or five in the morning, six in the morning. We're driving two, three hours. But, like, they were always there. Like, I could call my mom, you know, two in the morning. She answers. I can call my dad. He's not as good on his phone as my Mm -hmm. mom. But I can still call him. He would, you know, come through, help me out. Like, you know, being an adult now and thinking of that burden, it really is being a single parent and stuff. I think having two parents be able to distribute the responsibility, it causes Mm. less stress in the household. And a lot of, you know, I think the early growing up that has to happen when you do come from like a single family household is kind of avoided. Like I didn't have to really grow up, grow up until I actually became an adult. You know, everything was kind of. So everything you said was like completely on point for me. I agree with this. With that being said, because it's a beautiful thing, marriage. But you literally started off the show saying you're not thinking about getting married. (laughs) It's not on the radar. So it's like if you know that it's like a beautiful thing, it's a blessing. Yeah. 
like, wouldn't you want to be a part of that or look for that? And that's not saying you have to do it now, yeah. but saying like, you can see that in your near future. You're not like a baby. You're not like 21. No, I can't but, recall your age, but you're not like a baby baby. So, no. you know, at your age now, it can be on the radar like, okay, I could see maybe settling down and giving a woman that having kids and stealing in them things that my parents did and mm-hmm. giving that or even, well, you'd coach and stuff. I was going to say other kids and things, but sometimes it helps you to do it more when you have right, no, kids because it's yeah. just like it happens more often. So what is that like? If there's a chasm there. Like it's not sort of adding up or matching. When I became an adult, I never like looked at myself as like getting like a nine to five, settling down with some kids by 27, 28, mm-hmm. you know, getting a dream house, having two dogs. And that wasn't my dream. Mm-hmm. So for me, I look at marriage or something. It's like relationships in general, just dating is hard. So like, I couldn't imagine having a lifelong commitment to somebody mm-hmm. like that's crazy. Complicated. So for me, it's more just like, it's nothing to play with. Like I got to find somebody I'm ready to lock in with. Like, it's just a lot of things you have to consider in a marriage. Like you love each other, you know, it's cute. All that stuff is fun. But like, we gonna be living together. We got finances. We got a household to manage. We got all this stuff like that goes in between it. So so finding a partner, I mean, yeah, it's like it's someone, you know, important. But like to me, it's just going to come or whatever comes, come. It's not like a priority because marriage is serious. It's so serious. Like I'm going to commit to you. We're going to be here for life. We're going to go through ups and downs, through sickness and through health, all that stuff. So I just don't play around with it. And also, I mean, I'm having fun now. Why waste that? You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> why waste my prime? And then there's I mean? that. <laughs> I mean, like, honestly, like in my world right now, in my head, there's no reason to like, be committed to life or none of that stuff. There's options. You know, I got things to see, people to see. I see. You know, yeah, it sounds like travel, you're just like, like non-conventional just in general. Oh, and that includes yeah, yeah, like marriage so. and that concept yeah. of like timetables of doing this. Oh, yeah. I, I eliminated that like early, like when I was like 18, 19, I eliminated all that stuff. Because like to me, it's like, what is that? Like if I want to get married at 35 and it works out for me better than cool. Like now I'm single. I got my own business. I'm getting my money right. This summer I can be out and travel. I got no responsibilities. I got no kids to worry about. I got nobody hitting my phone talking about, oh, blah, 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 I want you here. I don't got none of that stuff. I don't got no headaches, nothing. I'm living life is beautiful. So why am I going to disrupt that? And I'm not saying like somebody isn't worth it, but like to me, it's like I really need to work or like really have the mindset to get to that point. Cause like mm-hmm. right now in my head, I'm living a life that every married man wants to live. Or married woman. Or married woman. But I'm no, no but I I'm know saying, I know women that are like you as yeah, well. So I, I don't think this is like just a solely a male thing. Right, right. I know a lot of women that are like that, like marriage. That's like slavery to women. Like, right. I got to do this. I'm going to be expected to do that. Right. Kids, that's going to hold me back. So it's not just even a, a male perspective. I no, think that's true. That's true. a lot of people in like that half generation down from us are in that mindset of no, just true. like being free. No, that's true. Yeah. And I agree with that. I only say the male part because I'm a male. So I can yeah. only speak mm-hmm. to that part. But for me, it's like I talk to guys who are married or like people who are older than me and stuff. And they talk like, not Coach Boy, but other people. <laughs> not to put them on the spot because <laughs> what I'm about to say. Oh, oh not Coach Boy. No. But um, like even if like people on TV, I hear the same thing. Like marriage is cool and stuff, but it's work. It's hard. It's this and that. And to me, it's like there's always some kind of thing where you're like, you know, I wonder this. Is the grass always greener? Or like to me, it's just like it's too much. So if I, like right now, I know myself like if I were to get into a marriage or something or like get down on one knee and stuff, honestly, in three, four years, I don't know if I'm going to hurt that girl or not, to be honest with you. Cause like my mindset is not there. Like I'm not there to like commit that long term to somebody. Cause like I still got a wandering eye. I'm still out here, you know, like doing my thing. So it's hard for me to say like, oh, I'm going to not hurt somebody or oh, I'm going to be mature enough to like take that responsibility on. Cause I don't think I am it myself, to be honest with you. I know I personally want to say something because I think we on one side of the story. So Jordan speaking from a male side, and I know we got our other person that's in the room as well. I want to ask her the same question just about how she feel as 
not seeing it, if you know her story, you know, and when you don't have that present as a woman, because I remember when me and you, babe, your first thing was saying, like, it's a pleasure to see me hug the kids. You was like, wow, I missed that as a dad. I never saw that. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, as you a didn't child, I didn't. Yeah. Have, like, it's small things like that that trigger for me. Can we get anonymous? Can we get your opinion on that? <laughs> yeah. As a young woman, as a young person that's going into today's time, just where you actually just come in out saying, you know what? This the way that I prefer. Because a lot of times we always thinking it's just a male, but some women think the same way. Like, yo, I don't want to be married. Yo, I ain't looking for no kids. And yo, listen, I don't care about that. That ain't what's important. And so Camila, that was important to her. She didn't see it, but then she still knew like, oh, yo, I want to get married, if that makes sense. But wait a second. When I look back, we got married. Well, yeah, we were both 25. I wasn't expecting to get married. I always definitely wanted to get married and have kids one day, but I was so career oriented that when we sort of came together, it was sort of shocking to me. And I think it was shocking to a lot of people like, oh, Camila doing all this, especially since I was so driven. And even when I had kids, like I had family members surprised, like, oh, you on the second, third, three kids. Like they were shocked just because they always just thought I was the goal oriented. And I never really was boy crazy or focused on any of that stuff. So it's interesting you say that because I felt like my heart was that person that would have been fine if I didn't get married that early. And like, I'm going to go travel. I'm going to do me. Like I was always in that mindset. So it was just interesting to me that I did end up getting married younger, but anonymous, he does have a question for you because if I were to think, I don't know, but I'm waiting for you to tell me, I would think that you don't seem like you're in a rush to get married. You've told me you ain't trying to have kids right away either. So tell me what your perspective is. No marriage, no kids. Mm. Well, no marriage, no kids. And can you collaborate a little bit more to that? Um, no marriage, no kids for me. That's my personal thing. But I am wishing you guys happiness on your fourth and fifth child. So you're like straight to the point. I like it. But can I get some elaboration? Like, has this always been your mindset? Are you saying no marriage? Like you're not planning to ever get married? Correct. So has this always been your mindset since yes. you were a kid? You got to speak in the Yes. Mind always been my mindset Why? is there anything that triggered that like people ask me in high school like you gonna get married and have kids no i'm not you're not gonna have kids no i'm not does that seem like something that is joyous for you like i'm still trying to figure out did it seem like something that was just like not fun too much work why the automatic no I'm good just babysitting your kids occasionally. I'm good with that. I tell my friends, do not bring me your children mm. until after they are potty trained. Can tell me what they want. Don't do it. I'm not the one. So is that like a generation thing, Jordan? Because me hearing her saying it, and now I'm thinking about it, because I even know I'll direct it. He might be feeling the same way. So it's like, is that just a generation thing? Like, is that just something like... I know what I want. I know it's not marriage right now. I know I want no kids. And for me, I want to have kids like at 26, 28. That was something yeah, for he me. he was trying to have kids yeah. out the back when we got engaged. Yeah, can we start our kids? Wait, what? Just so I can play with them. Just so I can do certain things. But what's your take on that? You know what it is, man? We grew up just with so many options around us. You know, I can't get on my phone and meet a girl like tonight, you know, just like, wow. you know, driving down the street or like sitting right here kind of thing. So in terms of options and just the world has opened up so more, man, like, like a Again, I can see get on my phone. I see the entire world. I can, you know, see this destination, see that destination. So it's just accessibility. And I think 
when you get to a certain point when you're younger and stuff, you see all this stuff, you see all these options and stuff. The option of like, you know, beforehand, it was like, oh, we're going to graduate college. We're going to get a nice job. We're going to establish a family. Like, these were the things that brought people joy, but people are changing. The blueprint wow. is changing. You know, the quote unquote American dream or whatever we try and all like aspire for, like that little storyline is changing now. So we have options. You don't have to get a nine to five anymore. You can work a gig economy. You don't have to like go to college anymore. You can go to YouTube university or, you know, just get it doing apprenticeships or that kind of thing. So there's so many different ways. I think it's just the same way that's evolved, the same way dating has evolved. And like people have considered relationships. Like I know a lot of my friends, some of them are in relationships, like my brother's engaged, that kind of thing. So it's definitely like something people do. Like I know my brother's going to like almost four weddings this year for his friend group and they're younger than me. I mean, it's definitely something that happens, but they've like all been in relationships for like two, three, four plus years, kind of out of college kind of thing. So that's more traditional. But again, I think it might not be as popular idea or the idea of it is changing based on the amount of access and options we just have in our generation. Like I've grown up with the internet my entire life, social media my entire life, cell phones my entire life. So I've had the ability to access the world since I was like nine or 10 years old. So this is different. Yeah, I think it's interesting, just that whole concept, because I guess you guys are like the younger millennials. So that's very interesting. I'm just wondering in terms of like the conventional thing, even like the college, because I really feel like millennials, we got screwed over with telling us to go to college. And then by the time we got in college, do all this stuff, they don't even have jobs for you. College is just exorbitant in terms of the cost to go there. It's just so much stuff we end up paying for our parents, paying for our own college. And when I say parents, I mean, as your parents get older, because a lot of them might not have help and things, even like retirement stuff. So you end up helping out your parents. Then you're trying to help out yourself, get out of debt. Then you're trying to save for your own kids to go to college. So it's just like, we really got screwed over. And I can even see it in our generation of the older millennials that people in like our age, they don't even want to have like more than one kid just because they see the pressure and the cost of all the stuff. This is crazy mm-hmm. when you think about all that stuff, how it changes. Yeah. I was going to say something and maybe anonymous, anonymous. <laughs> can't add into it. I want to say something though. I think you guys level was so risk taking. That's why I enjoy so much with them is like, you guys just go get it. Mm-hmm. The fear is not even your vocabulary. That part of y'all was that just a generation that you say like, oh, let's make sure we get this. Just even with you, Joy, with our Airbnb, with things that you're doing currently, like add a little bit more value like on what that part that I may not have seen now. Because you guys facing fear and looking at it and staring in the eye like, what's up? Come get me. My generation specifically has grown up without the rose colored, you know, sunshine and rose petals version of America. When I was in third grade, we had 9-11. Then we were in Mm -hmm. war with Afghanistan. We had a president who lied about that. Then after that, we had Barack Obama and everything was cool and stuff, but still had a hell of racism and all the things that went with that. Then obviously we had Trump. So we don't have this romanticized, like lovely rose petal view of America that the past generations have had. Like we look at it as it really is. We can pull up the internet and pull up the history and the facts. And like, we don't have to listen to just like a textbook that some, you know, man in Texas wrote up about history that leaves half of history (laughs) off of it. Yeah, with that access, you get more information. Yeah, you know what I mean? So it's just different. So we have a way like more hardcore realistic view of america and a lot of us aren't very like keen of it to be honest with you want to change a lot of things and we're just to be frank just waiting for y'all to either die or move on or give us the power because wait a minute who's y'all wait not, hold not up. Y'all, I'm, I ain't that old. I'm just saying like the older generations because like y'all no, wasting time no, you're holding word. us back like no, that's weird though we're like here ready to change make some progress and 
y'all are spending time, you know, arguing, fighting over little stuff, trying to still claim parties and all this stuff. Like, come on, man. We see the roadmap is clear as day. We know what we need to do. Wow. It's just we waiting for y'all to get the picture. So that's where the fitness is coming with, with because, you know, we didn't stand up. We did. But like the kids like I coached in high school, they don't stand up and do the Pledge of Allegiance. They grew up with kneeling to the flag. You know what I mean? That's a totally different mindset than you guys going into school, doing the Pledge of Allegiance every morning. Like they kneel for the flag to show representation for what it shows supposed to represent. Just little things like that. It's just different because our eyes are open. Like we have video cameras now. We can see people that look like us getting shot on the street by cops and like having people lie and like having people get things getting covered up and seeing the BS. Like it's all there for us. It's all accessible for us. It's every morning. It's every day. So that picture is a little different in our eyes. So I think that's where it comes from for the most part. And not only that, but we see it in real time. And that's major that you see it in real time as it's happening because there's no editing. It's no showing you what they want you to see. Also, um, again, with the access thing, I think we're all at the point where we just learned that, like, again, that American dream thing is just a lie. Like, whatever that dream they tried to sell you in your generation or people older than us, that's a lie, man. That's not how America works. That's not how you get money. None of that stuff is how you actually make wealth. It can help you, but that's not how you make wealth. Yeah, and then the fact that, like, wealthy people, like, they tried to paint the picture, like, oh, they're good and this and that. Like, no, a lot of them who got money, they did some grimy stuff. They spit on people. They're not these honest, true people. A lot of people that's in Harvard, their daddies pay some off. It's just like all these things, like you said, those rose cut the glasses. But I feel like our generation, the older millennials were like split. So it's some that are on that side and some that are following what their parents told them with the traditional way. So it's sort of split with us and then it's going the other way with the younger millennials. No, I definitely do. Because I think mean, like you guys were like still thriving in a time where it was like pretty old school, like in terms of traditions and everything like that. It's ingrained in you. That's how y'all were raised. That's your childhood. That's deep, deep in you. So I think now that you guys get cell phones, you can get on TikTok and Instagram. Like you guys are like, hey, we, we got it now. You know what I mean? Like, but it's true. But am I lying though? Like, am I lying though? Well, wait a happens. second though. We're the first generation of older millennials to have all this stuff. So you tried it, okay? But here's my thing. Like, we're the ones that teach you how to use it, though. You know what I mean? It's a difference. It's a difference. Because we're the ones who had that stuff since, like I said, I was in elementary school on Facebook. Yeah. I think it started with us in high school. Like, the MySpace and cell phones. I think, yeah, yeah, I may have been, like, 10th grade. But look how it's evolved even now. You go to the airport or a restaurant and stuff, you see, like, two or three-year-olds with iPads playing games and stuff. Like, my future sister-in-law, she has a little baby sister, and she can use an iPhone, play Mm. games, find YouTube, all that stuff. She's, like, two or three. But when you grow up with it and that's just your thing, like, you know, it just evolves over time. It's evolution. So with all this being said, I get it. Like just that feeling of just being free and being non-conventional because it's just like all these steps that y'all say when that doesn't work. So I get that part. But question, do you guys feel, and that's for Anonymous and Jordan, do you feel that you are sort of not doing your part? Because I feel like both of you are great people. So why wouldn't great people want to spread and have some babies and some generations and teach them and instill great things. You know what I mean? You, you know what it is? I'm not going to take this from you. And I'll be short with it. I think our generation is honed in on more like mental health therapy, taking care of yourself, wellness. And I think the generation before us did that more. We would have eliminated some of like the societal problems we have. You know, before us, you had to be a macho man. You had to be tough. You know, but there's so many guys who have so many like underlying issues under that mindset. Like we don't grow up in that environment. We can express ourselves. We can say things. So for me, it's just like, let me work on myself. Let me find myself in a place where I know financially, mentally, spiritually, I can take care of a kid. And then we can have that conversation. But right now I'm not there. And I think too many people just jump the gun and try and fit like a timetable and stuff. They had produced these kids or whatever. And then we end up with just like all these wild people in our society, people who are disrespectful, aren't raised properly as we say it or whatever. But like, I think, again, it comes down to you guys were told a timetable. We were just presented with a bunch of options. 
romance. The way, even way the way you romanticize that, what you were saying, I don't even think of it as like me necessarily like leaving the seed for the world or bringing up a new person. Like I look at it as like that's a bill, that's a check. I gotta get that person through school for you know eighteen mm-hmm. years, and I gotta pay for college. The way I think about it, like the way I was raised, I gotta do better than how I was raised. You know, I went to private school my entire life. Like I had a nice. So for me to have a kid, I got to do twice as good as that. So my bar is already set high. So I just know for myself, it's just not time. Well, I never thought that growing up, becoming an adult, you had to have a kid. It was never a priority and it still is not. So I don't see myself having a kid at all. Other people may feel differently, but that's their personal thing. I agree with him. Like, I need to get myself together. If I don't have myself together, how I'm supposed to raise another human? But at the same time, if I want to go out into the world and help kids mentally, you know, be a mentor, you know, I do it every day. Mm-hmm. I see kids stealing. And I'm like, yo, if you hungry, just tell somebody you hungry. You don't got to come out here and steal. Yeah. This man don't care. He just know you stole from him. Yeah. You about to set your life on fire for a bag of chips and some donuts. So- my view of children is completely different. I don't need to have my own. I just need to help the ones that are out here. It's never been a priority for me to have my own kids. So this is my question, though. I still feel that you're the only child. So you just saying, you know what? I want to just be by myself, always by myself. I'm saying that because, Jordan, you still saying you do want to have kids, just not right now. Correct? Yeah, uh, I have kids. Yeah. Okay. So... Are you saying because I'm the only child or have you even thought of that deeper saying, you know what, this is what I want. This is where I already had my mind made up. at. I don't think that the fact that I'm an only child even came into it because even though I'm an only child, I've never grown up alone. My mom adopted my cousin when I was young. So he was always in the house with me. I grew up with my cousin. Like it was times where we didn't have a place to live. Because I grew up with just my mother because my father left when he found out my mom was pregnant. Mm. So I was never alone. We always had family to support us. And I grew up with my cousin, who is really like a year younger than me. We literally grew up together like more than cousins as sisters. So being an only child never even crossed my mind is that. And my cousins were my brothers and my sisters. Yeah, that's good. Well, I want to switch it up. As we talking, you guys transferring to y'all lifestyle now, entrepreneurs, business owners. And now, like you guys said, you guys are really is that uh, what they call that aha moment of society now. Like you guys are really taking that chance, that risk, that fear factor and really making things happen. Because, I mean, me and Camila always said, like, yo, we would never be nowhere without you guys. And that's just being realistic. Like you guys really have that push like even with mumbo studios you started that joy you know what i'm saying us sitting down having a conversation where health and fitness and stuff like that so what made you just come out with the idea when i came to you guys and we talked to you guys what made you just came out and say you know what this is the chance i can go ahead and show my stuff right now because you guys ain't fear nothing i call you guys the go warriors I mean, again, it, like the same way you guys felt pressure to, you know, go to college, have a good job, get married, blah, blah, blah. We feel pressure to go get it. You know what I mean? Go hustle. Because it's like we look around in our generation of kids, people around our age and stuff. And, you know, it's just this constant flex. I wake up in the morning and see, you know, people living their best lives. I mean, in Tulum, Mexico, you know, all different things. Everybody knows how it is. So for us, it's just like that's our 
blueprint. That's our marriage and kids and the white picket fence and two dogs. Like that's us. Because right now, like we live in a time when the internet and things where you can make money in a billion different ways that you couldn't in the past. You know, it's opened up so many different industries and things. Mm So you can almost think of it almost like the industrial revolution to a certain extent back in the 19th century or something like a big event that took over infrastructure, changed like the course of a civilization, that kind of thing. That's kind of what the internet's doing now. And if you think about it, we only had the internet for like, what, 19, 20 years or something? Real short time. I know. So if you think about it, we're in the infancy stage of that. So we're just the generation that came up with it. We just learned how to get money. You know, think about it, like Twitter, Uber, all the big companies, uh, Airbnb, they've only been around for like 10 years or less, I think. So wow, 10, yeah. 12 years, maybe 15 years at most. And that's a baby for a company, you know? So just think about how that can grow and what's coming next and what's new. Like, that's just our MO. That's just our generation's MO because we have it, you know, it's accessible. And like, we've been raised in this environment around our peers and our environment where, you know, you got to get it. You got to put on. And it's not even like where you have to, but that's just like our burning desire inside the same way you guys had the same, let me get that smashing good degree and let me get that high paying job. <laughs> I can't when I stand leave, the way you know? you're talking like, right now. What you're like, not going to do? Like the same way y'all got excited about that stuff. I get excited when, you know, I get that reservation on Airbnb or I start my Toro business. or You have like a degree though, right, Jordan? Of course, of course. So what was that? Was that just to please your parents? What's that? No, 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 no. I mean, honestly, like I speak for myself from a very particular point because I understand my situation when I grew up was not regular. Like growing up in the environment that I grew up in, college was not an option. That's it just was, what you do. It's just what yeah. you did. So mm. when I I didn't know college was an option for people until I got to college. Like that was when people were like, oh, like, the same. you know, I had to like work to get here. No, like for me, it was like, oh, it's sophomore year. We got our first college meeting. We're going to get our apps mm. in. I was doing college tours when I was mm. a freshman in high school, like all yeah. this kind of stuff. So for me, college was just part of the game. To me, a bachelor's degree is the equivalent of like a high school degree. Yeah, it's like the you know first I mean? one like, little first Yeah, step, that's right? the first step. Mm. Like yeah. when I see people say, oh, I'm going for my master's or my doctorate, I'm like, oh, do that. That's you. That's you. That's that's schooling yeah. to me. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Everything else is basic in my head. But as I said, I know that's irregular. I know that's not normal. I'm not trying to down anybody's accomplishments because a high school degree is definitely an achievement for sure. And an associate's degree is definitely an achievement for sure. And a bachelor's degree as well. But it, like I said, in today's society, bachelor's degree is a requirement for any job you want, yeah, no. to be honest with you, any, any job you want. And I know we talk about businesses and all that kind of stuff, entrepreneurship on here. I never knock a nine to five because that check can open you up a lot of doors. You can sit on that little regular check, you know, have your little spot, <laughs> build your credit, have some savings, and then you can explode if you really put your mind to it, get on, you know, and then start hustling, flipping, you know, learning about little sidles and all that stuff. But no, I'm never going down a bachelor's degree. I got it myself based on my circumstances. Like I said, I didn't know any other option, to be honest with you. Like going to college was not an option. Even like my grandparents have college degrees and doctorates. So it's just something that's in my family. That's all. You have any opinion on that? Well, I agree with you because when I went to college, it was not an option and I didn't have the option to go to PG. I didn't have the option to go to a two-year. I had to go to a four-year and I had to do that because that's all my mother got. She wanted me to do better than she did. And then on top of that, in my family, When I go down my line, my specific line, my grandfather, my grandmother, they didn't graduate and go to college. They got GEDs. My mom, she got her high school diploma. She got her associates. My uncle got a GED. My aunt graduated high school. My cousins, they didn't go to college and graduate. They went through high school. They got that. Some of them got GEDs. Well, some of them still working on their GEDs. You know, I was the first one in my family. Wow. And for my family, that was a major achievement. 
what is that like? Like, I hear that so much in the black community and stuff. Like, I'm the first person to go to college in my family. I'm the first, wow. like, millionaire in my family. But in my head, all that stuff's done in my family. Like I said, my grandparents, they had a substantial amount of money kind of thing. Like, all my grandparents had college degrees or doctorates or master's degrees. What is that like? So, unlike you, yeah. I come from a lower income background. Right, right, right. <laughs> so, for me, my grandmother, she picked cotton. My family's from the South. My grandmother marched with King. It's just really different. They were at a lower income. My grandmother was a seamstress. My grandfather worked in a factory. My uncle worked in several factories. My uncle was the type of person who would rather work because he knew that money was there in working than going to school. The only reason why he went back was because he realized that you needed a GED to elevate. And he wanted to elevate. He wanted manager money, so he had to go get that GED. And to be honest, I never really felt a certain type of way about whether you get a GED, whether you graduate high school. I guess because in my family, it was something that was normal. Wow. And circumstances caused that for some. They made bad decisions and they had to go upstate. So with these bad decisions, you have to just keep rolling with the punches. My mother made a decision when she was 22. She said, I'm leaving here and I'm going up north and I'm going to find me a good job. My mother decided she was going to go into insurance. Insurance didn't work for her. She did real estate. Real estate didn't work for her. Then she started working for the government. That worked out for her. (laughs) She became a fed and it worked out for her. I am a product of a single parent household. My mom by herself bought a house. So when y'all were talking about kids and all this, and I'm just scratching my head like, no, that seems like too much work. I don't want to. So all of that is honest. And I understand that. I don't know if you want to say some more. We could say it, but I just wanted to wrap all of that up. Just to say, I completely understand where you guys are coming from in terms of just getting yourselves together and also being free and not having the responsibility of all these things. But of course, with life, so many things change. And I just want both of you to know that in life, everything's not going to be perfect Mm -hmm. or set up exactly the way you want it for it to happen. Mm -hmm. And that's for anything. That's even like business, right? Like Mm -hmm. you can really just take that model for even business. Mm -hmm. You can take that for relationships or kids like... Sometimes it just is what it is. So you just got to go with it. You can't have a whole pretty package and say, okay, now I'm ready. Like you're never going to be ready until you're ready and actually do it. So don't let anything like I'm not ready hold you back. If that's something that you do desire. Mm -hmm. That's all I want to say about that. But if you don't desire, that's fine too. But I mean, if you're not going to have kids, y'all better make sure y'all feeding and pouring into these other kids (laughs) because I like y'all people. Okay. (laughs) I can just babysit y'all kids. (laughs) I really do hope the best for this fourth and fifth child. On that note right there, we're going to end the podcast show. We appreciate you guys again, man. This is your boy, Coach B. And it's Cammy. I really enjoy having, you know, our little family up here. We had a good conversation. We're going to have to bring them back around. I know the audience is going to enjoy this. What you yes, think? I think they will enjoy it. I think you should share it. I think it's all. <laughs> all right. So we want to shout out Mumble Studios. 
Of course. Well, of course, guys, if you need your thing, again, access, man, we'll come and do a free video for you guys. Again, we got the Mumbo Studios. That's the going production in. company, right? Oh, yep. That's the one. We come right to you. We come pull up on you. How we say joy, we do the health, we do the fitness, we do the podcast, we do the whatever you need. Virtual, we do whatever is needed. Social media, whatever platform it is. We come to you at your door and we'll come meet you and set you up whatever needed. And you can contact them on IG, right? What's the IG tag? Again, Mumbo Studios. You can meet us. It's real simple. M-U-M-B-O Studios. Really okay. simple and easy. Mumbo Studios. And come contact us, our camera guy, production team. We'll come give you some guidance. Also, with the entrepreneur class we're about to do, we'll teach you how to do Airbnb. I'm glad we got Jordan here because he actually going to be one of our guys that's taking the whole run of that and showing people how to invest in that the right way. What else? Anything else that we probably currently missing, guys? Shout out Rose Park Property Group. That's my Airbnb property management group. Uh, you can find this at uh, roseparkpropertygroup.com or you can find on Airbnb if you're lucky enough. But hit up the website. You can contact me or you can hit up Coach Boyd on Instagram, wherever you can reach him. And, and he's always on my line. So we can talk about that. But I just want to say one thing that we forgot on the podcast. I'm glad because we, <laughs> we were talking a little bit earlier about some, uh, I was going to get some heat today and I guess I avoided the bullet. So I'm going a, I'm to a, I'm a dispatch. We're going to save that. We're going to have to bring you back because I heard about Jordan. People talking about him. You're right. I did kind of. Yeah, you forgot about we that. We got off a topic. But I said, hey, I'm going to slide out of here but real you know, smooth. That, that'll give me time smooth. to listen to that podcast real close. Make sure, yeah, you get your whole you case ready. Get your whole case ready. I'm ready for it. All the smoke. Wow. I just wanted to let people know some things that we have in the works. We are going to start visiting, I guess you want to say a lifestyle and cooking and workout with the boys. They will be cooking with their family, showing you guys what life is like with their family and just keeping it real with you. We're going to come out with our first episode, hopefully the first or second week in June. Last thing in terms of, you know, Rose Park Property Group again, if anybody out there is looking to invest in a multifamily unit or any type of land or any type of hospitality property management project, please reach out to us. We are definitely looking to acquire some property, move into the ownership realm and uh, really get this model moving. So if you have any type of money or you want to put your savings, you're looking to invest into some property, get yourself some residual income, passive income, please hit our line. I got multiple options for you in terms of investing that money. I just need them bills so (laughs) (laughs) we can work that out i promise you we can bless all your pockets Yo, that's what I'm talking about, man. It's a blessing Y'all see this squad? It's we a, got a man, squad in here. Listen, you hear me? Man, a blessing in disguise, guys. Again, we're so thankful that you guys came on the podcast today. Again, if you follow our podcast, guys, we got some really great guests coming up, guys. Again, even if you have not heard some of our podcasts, go back. Listen to the first one we first started. We came a long way now, and we're just so thankful. And again, we appreciate you guys. It's your boy, Coach B. Hey, and it's Cammy. Peace and blessings, y'all. Bye, guys.